Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Morgan. And we're the Fine Crew. Hi, Morgan. I'm Becca. Hi. Hi. How's uh, it going? I'm not there. Okay. I'm not. What? <laughs> Where no. are you? Uh, that's a good question. I think I'm in the butt of the bus right now. The um, butt of the bus? Mm-hmm. Wow, what does that mean? It means that I'm sitting on the floor of the very back of the bus. A.K.A. when you're in a bus, you know, and you catch air because you're in the back, that's where we are. But we're not in motion. Yeah. We're, we're just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Also, on Abby's old mattress. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Abby's old mattress. Rest in peace, Abby. We love R. you. She's, she's not She's dead. just in Spain. She's just not here. Yeah, <laughs> oh, also, if you hear random sounds of birds during this episode and it sounds all nice and lovely just know it's not nice and lovely because they moved into our bus they, um, they live right outside they built a nest um uh, inside the bus actually it is actually kind of like in the walls of the bus believe it or not which yeah. is that's a, fun. It's a thing yeah also if you hear some sort of tinny sound if we're loud the banjo might catch some of our uh, noise so oh, i didn't even think about that it shouldn't be an issue but <laughs> if all of a sudden you're like i hear a twang it's the banjo. <laughs> we moved to Wyoming and we got a banjo. Um, That's it. No. <laughs> I was going to be like cowboy boots, but I haven't I done like, that nah, yet. I haven't done that. I have had an interest in going to the rodeo, though, which is something. That sounds fun. It does sound we fun. It's expensive, that. though. We went to the fair the other night, which was fun. We're in a, we're in Jackson, Wyoming, just for, for context. Um, that's, that's where we've moved to. Yep, we moved up here for the summer. We're seasonal workers now, uh, you know, trying to make some cash. For our next adventures, which are coming up quickly. This year uh, has been such a sleigh. Well, not the entire year. It's uh, it, it got good after we got jobs. <laughs> because now we have money and stability. Um, uh, which was desperately needed. Yeah. We've and been on the road since January like 15th of 2023. Um, and this is the longest stint of time that we've been in the bus consecutively. Which but it's the most yeah. But it's the most sane I've felt in all of the stretches of time we've been on the bus, which is lovely because almost every stretch there have been points where I'm like, I think it's time to meet God. I don't want to do this anymore. And we had those moments this year. Definitely, yeah. But like Less since intense. coming to Wyoming, I've I've been quite I've been a happy gal. Been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wyoming's kind of kind of a sleigh. It is. It's mm-hmm. a good time. Anyway, um, we have we have a topic we picked out for today besides Wyoming and birds. And banjo. <laughs> and the I, that was wrapped up into Wyoming, Wyoming itself. Wyoming <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so today we wanted to talk about some community aspects of living on the road that we didn't expect um, and really have enjoyed. And some of those things that have just been absolutely terrible. Um, yeah. Community has been an interesting thing to navigate recently because we are not on the move all the time and we aren't parked in spots where we're meeting other nomads and it, it's definitely been a little bit of a strange experience just because like that's how we've always interacted with the community and we were like with the bus but now it's like when we're out and about we feel like frauds i know i feel like a fraud so we, because like, we're like 
park. Yeah, we're like stationary nomads, which isn't really a thing. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I live in a bus, and people are like, oh, I haven't seen you around. It's like, because the bus hasn't moved once since we've been parked here. Like, how strange it's is that? we parked since May 29th. Yeah, and we don't meet people as much anymore. Like, nomads. I mean, we meet a lot of people at our jobs, but it's just, it's a different type of way of interacting with the community which in some ways has made me kind of sad um i'm not gonna lie yeah i definitely miss it we are itching to get the bus out on one of our off days and go you know park on some blm land and mm-hmm. interact with our people we keep seeing some really sick rigs around and mm-hmm. it feels weird being like the people in the parking lot like going up and knocking and being like oh my gosh what a cool rig like is this your full-time thing because like when you have your own rig it's not weird but if you're just the person knocking like having people do that to us while living on the road it's not really fun like it really it depends it's annoying yeah it can be really frustrating when it happens all the time and you're like i like don't want somebody constantly locking on my front door Mm -hmm. and then asking for a tour and wanting to see it and And it's like life story and all the things yeah anyway so there's there's some of that (laughs) um but prior to being stationary we had a lot of interactions with the nomadic community and people on the road and um, so many great memories and connections that even led us to recently we flew to New York City to watch one of our friends we met at Schoolypalooza um, mm-hmm. participate in the Ironman and we had a bunch of other people that flew in as well that we met there at Schoolie and we all got to hang out and it was weird because nobody had their rigs like mm-hmm. we all took an airplane to go stay in an Airbnb and I was like guys this it is bougie like vacation. it was great it was definitely an odd thing though because we, when we met them we were all with our rigs in the middle of the desert for 10 days yeah. and but also we like, were yeah. able to shower <laughs> every single day. It was crazy. Airbnbs are wild. But also just like goes to show like we met those people and we, you know, only really hung out with them for maybe like a week or two tops from this year like we mm-hmm. didn't know them before that and then we all paid money and took time to, off of work to go fly to new york to watch him do this race yeah. and it was just like the connections you make out here are so beautiful and they're so deep we kind of talk, talk about it like binging a friendship i guess mm-hmm. because you know your time is limited with these people and you're not sure if you'll see them down the road again or not that's just what you say and you hope um in, in some ways, we talk about, it like, oh, it kind of feels like love bombing, but it's it's not. I think it's just part of the nature of being on the road and yeah. you, how you have to kind of be quick about the friendships. Um. Yeah, and also realizing, I, I think one of the big lessons that I've learned, like, while living on the road, and I'm sure you relate to this, is just realizing that deep connections uh, can and sometimes should only last for a short amount of time. Like, once mm-hmm. they serve their purpose, like, you don't have to keep in contact with this person or you know, continue it as, like, a normal friendship would. Um, sometimes people are just meant to be in your life for a moment, and then you're able to just continue on and just hope the best. And if you cross paths with them, again, like, that's amazing, but it doesn't always have to be necessary to have, like, a good experience. Yeah, like, not all the connections are going to be lifelong, and I think a lot of them, yeah, they're supposed to be mm-hmm. brief. fleeting, yeah. brief, and they, yeah, they serve their purpose, and you can learn a lot and take away a lot from the experience and the and the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've walked away from some people where they, you know, been like, I will never see you again. But, like, it was, thank you. Like, you mm-hmm. know, we had a great conversation and farewell. And we have no idea what they're doing. We don't have their phone number. We don't have their email. Nothing. Don't even really remember their names. Yeah. Sometimes. But I remember the interaction mm-hmm. and, like, how amazing it was. Yeah. It's always fascinating to me to see 
who those people are and which people decide to reach out again. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes it's it's people that I wouldn't expect who want to stay like connected um, and really put in the effort to do it, which is really cool. Um, but oftentimes there are people who I feel like we vibe a lot and you know we're having a great conversation and then it's very intentional at the end of the conversation where everyone's just like, okay, this is it. We're not we're not meant to talk anymore. Mm-hmm. Like this is this was wonderful, and we're done. Like yeah, thank you, goodbye. <laughs> that's, that's all it is, you know. You just kind of wave as they leave, and you're like, okay, well, moving on. Which sometimes is really sad. Yeah, there's some people that I kind of want that longer friendship, mm-hmm. but also it's like I I'm not getting that vibe from them, and you're like, okay, well, yeah. this is actually really sad because I want to know more about you and interact with you more, but like I, it's not reciprocated, and you just have to respect that and be like, okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if my laptop is able to be heard right now. It kind of sounds like an airplane taking off. I'm just going to scooch it. Bye-bye, <laughs> putting him in jail. <laughs> Speaking of jail, do you want your water bottle? Yeah, we have our water bottles in jail right now. Because otherwise, just... if they were sitting right next to us, we would just be sipping constantly, and it would probably just sound very strange. Elevator music would be played. No cotton mouth for us, putting them back in jail. <laughs> Do you like my stickers? I just added them. Oh yes, very good, very good. I can't read. <laughs> what does that say? Intense stretches of loneliness. Oh. Do you want to start it off? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. <laughs> Wyoming vibes. Well, well, well. One of the other things that we uh, have touched on a lot while talking to each other, because who else are we gonna talk to? <laughs> um, it's just how intense, like, uh, when we have like big binging friendships, like Schooly Palooza, where we hung out with people for ten days, and then we created these wonderful connections. Like after that, there was quite an intense stretch of loneliness. Like it was just us. A lot of just us, a, especially just in us. New Mexico, turns uh-huh. out there's a windy season, like uh, really, really windy, that. like tipping our views over type of windy, and we were stuck in the bus for a lot of that, and we had the Jeep breakdown, and that was definitely a really rough part of this year, um, earlier mm-hmm. um, in the year, and yeah, it was just a lot of me and Becca, and we were desiring to see other people so much, but there was just nobody really around, or like there were people, but it wasn't like a connection you'd be fulfilled yeah. by really um and we were in strange spots as well like we did meet a couple of people where it was it was fleeting like they you know it was quick because people were on you know on their on their routes on their time crunches and those days were very cherished that we got mm-hmm. to hang out with other like-minded individuals or not even like-minded just, no, just individuals very cool people that's one of the other things i love about living on the road is like you get to see and hear so many new perspectives and experiences of the world that you just wouldn't, like, run into in your normal life. And I think it's, like, brought a lot of growth for all of us. Yeah, I think... you see so much, you know? Like, we've been so challenged, <laughs> I think, yeah. in every way of thinking, being on the road. And it's not like people are coming out here and debating us on things. It's just that you get to hear all these different schools of thought and perspectives from people that have been all over the place and also have so many more years on us or less mm-hmm. years um but just yeah so so many different people from all over and it's really cool um mm-hmm. and it's one of those things sometimes i'll try to explain to 
um, friends back home or family, and it's, I find myself always stuttering trying to figure out how do I explain what those connections are like and how much I've changed, because people love to ask me that when I go home and I visit them, like, how much has the road changed you? Like, what do you think the biggest thing is? And I never know what to say. It's like, because everything I, has changed. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I feel like a completely different person in almost every aspect uh-huh. since hitting the road. I mean, as it should, we're at a year and a half of living on the road. And if we were the same people we were when we left, that'd be terrifying. And, I mean, you're late teens and early 20s, too. And, I mean, yep. going all through your 20s, you change a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that paired with being on the road at such a young age and meeting so many people and hearing so many different things and having a lot of different experiences. It's, yeah, I don't know how you'd walk out of this not being different. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I mean, the connections that we make are huge, at least for me, like, because there are specific people we've met on the road that have completely changed my school of thought mm-hmm. and just really made me like reconsider like the type of person I want to be and the type of life I want to live because for so many years like thankfully I, I feel like I've had the ability to kind of create my own path in life and I didn't feel stuck to one uh, like path forward but there's like the people we've met have really just secured in my brain like the the fact that a successful life can look like anything you want it to because it's your life you don't have to fit into a mold Mm -hmm. what everyone else is doing and you're not really sure if they're actually happy or not to do what makes you happy as long as you're not hurting other people and yeah go live your life it's Mm -hmm. yours you have the freedom to do what you want to do and people do so many cool things Mm -hmm. like there's so many different options in this world to live a quote-unquote successful and happy life. Like, that can look like anything. And I think that's beautiful. Oh, hi, bird. Is one of them coming out? Oh, say he's hey. sitting on the Jeep. Oh, okay. They're little. The birds have I, come out to play. I don't know what type of bird they are. But they, they live with us now. They coexist with the birds. Yeah. <laughs> Feed the birds. <laughs> yeah. Um... figure out how to segue. <laughs> oh, I didn't know how to do it. Okay, go for it. Um, because we meet so many different people on the road and we were just talking about how much that those connections and uh, conversations like have made us grow, it's like really been interesting to me to see how many old folks, or old meaning just older than us, mostly retirees, um, that we interact with on a daily basis who are like dumbfounded at what we're doing. I think it's because with the way that they grew up, it was like, okay, you, you're you going to go to college and then you're going to get married and you're going to have your degree and your job. And then once you are retired, you have your retirement fund, then you can go and you can get an RV and you can travel the world. And we're doing the opposite. And we're doing, yeah, the opposite thing. And I think that that narrative is changing a lot, but a lot of the old people are still very dumbfounded that we are out here actually doing that because it is we are on that cusp their, of their, their narrative yeah because you know? we're on that cusp of change currently where a lot of younger people are hitting the road and choosing to not go to college or they go right out of college instead of getting their job or they work remote like there's so many more options than before but it still means that a majority of the people we meet on the road they are older um which is always interesting because for many of them they're very supportive and they understand and they're they're glad that we're out here doing it now but so many of them are still stuck in the mindset of, like, you're doing this, and then you'll settle down and then live the life path that they did. No, we'll be here it's all just the... It's t- yeah. you know, like, a few years delayed. 
what we hear all the time is um, people the older people on the road, um, you know, being like, I'm so glad you guys are doing this now, you know, before you, you settle down, you have kids, and then you can go back to college. Like, it's always, they always say it in a way of like, of course you're going to be doing this after you're done with the road and you get the travel bug out of you. And I was like, oh. I never really know if I want to, like, go into that conversation or not, because I can't tell if they're going to combat me and be like, you have to do that, because they don't like having those conversations. Yeah. Um, and, but, but, you know, for so many reasons, like, college might not be attainable it might not even be something that we want in the future but this is what we always say is that when these people are are very adamant that we do go back to school or we do you know follow the life plan that they would expect us to is like well school is always an option you mm-hmm. know it's like that won't be going away anytime soon so like we might as well live the life we're able to and have the opportunity to this life living mm-hmm. on the road now while we have legs that work and lungs that function and all of the things that they are struggling with now because they had to wait until their 60s to be able to go on all of these adventures. And right now, this path that I'm on is what feels right for me. And there might be a point that I go, okay, oh, actually, I do want, want something else. I want something else. I mean, that's what our old roommate, Abby, that's what happened, where she was like, you know what? I want to travel in a different capacity, and I also want to finish my degree. So that's she's valid. finishing her degree, and she's doing a study abroad in Spain. Like, how cool is that? Mm-hmm. Um, and... That Soon was what I, she yeah. needed to do. Like, and she knew that. Like, this is this is now my new path. And I haven't reached that point, and I'm, I'm happy doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah, and I think there's definitely going to be a shift soon in the next mm-hmm. probably year where this will still be mainly what we do, but it'll be in a different capacity because both of us want something different. We're soon, in a, yeah, we're later. ready for something change. different and some change. And we've talked about it a lot. Um we're not going anywhere, don't worry. <laughs> I oh, mean, we'll we're, be going, going places. places. Yeah, we'll be going a lot of places. But um, hopefully the goal is to have our own rigs. Yeah, we've had... Yeah. Honestly, since hitting the road, we've all talked about how we would love to be able to caravan together one day and have our separate rigs, which just would enable us to have a lot more freedom because at the end of the day, even though we are similar, we all have we have different things that we mm-hmm. um, prioritize and different kind of like lifestyles that we'd like to live and lead, and that would be a lot more easily accessible by having our own spaces mm-hmm. and it, it yeah there's no like there's no major beef or anything like that no. it's just the fact that it would it, it seems t- like it's time yeah like we could keep doing this but also if we have the money and the ability we would love to do our own rigs mm-hmm. and we'll keep the bus around don't yeah. worry about it <laughs> it's just like life you know it's full of changes and that we knew this bus wouldn't we didn't think the bus would take us this far anyway like it's honestly a miracle that it has lasted <laughs> this long in this capacity um and i'm really grateful that it's stuck around and we've been able to make things work but yeah it's, i'm ready to have my own s- spot you it's know? feeling like it's time like mm-hmm. we're, we're getting to that point where we're still gonna live on the road but in a different fashion mm-hmm. and i'm so excited about it <laughs> yeah and interspersed with other things because like um you know the the u.s is huge and we've been able to see it you know what Greatly else is huge, large, though? The rest of the world. <laughs> I'm just gonna make a joke. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the world. Why across the, the world? world. Uh, but yeah, there's so <laughs> there's so much to see beyond. Like mostly, we've stuck to the West Coast. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, get it's out so of the U.S. To meet. Like, yeah, again, like the like the world is huge, but because of the people you meet, like the world feels small. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to go out and see what other connections we can make, um, because there are so many other 
options and there's so many other people to meet and so connections to yeah. make and friendships to have, you know? So stay tuned for this fall because we might see us traveling in a little bit of a different capacity and it's going to be Ooh. very cool. I'm so stoked. Very cool. But I'm going to segue really quick into um, a little segment we want to call current events. Woo! These are things that have happened in like roughly the last week uh, here in, well, I guess it's not just Wyoming because we, we did leave Wyoming. I guess we, we've left Wyoming a couple of times. We've went, we went to Boise twice. Once. Once. No, we went twice. Once. Right? Wait, what? Oh, no, because we went to Utah. That's right. That's <laughs> my, wow, I'm confused with timelines. We've left twice. Okay. We went to Boise. And then we went to. And we went to Utah slash New Slash New York. York. Okay. <laughs> anyway, current events. Uh, let's see. Um, well, as of today, uh, this was like two hours ago, we both fell asleep by the river, uh, under the Wyoming UVs, which are gnarly, and we are actively very crispy. That mile high sun got us. Real bad. Real good. Real good. We're crispy. Um, we, we live on like a little farm, and we have to trade farm work for rent, which is such a sweet gig, right? But one of the chickens is dying. Um, it's been making us think about mortality a lot. Um, uh, it's been making you think about mortality. <laughs> I keep forgetting that he's there. And then I walk in, I'm like, oh. He's, he's still the thing dying. is, neither of us want to take him out, right? Because I can't do that. I can't. But then he's just, he won't die. But he, he's dying, but he won't, like, simply pass away yet. So he's just suffering, and we don't know what to do. And the owner said he would send somebody over to take care of it, but nobody's showing up. Nobody's here, so he's just there, and I don't like it. And it's just, every time that I walk over by that barn, I start to kind of spiral a little bit. I get really sad and, and think about death we can't leave him outside because there will be creatures that eat him and that seems his brothers and sisters are trying to eat him chickens are weird i don't yeah. i don't like chickens, the, chickens are, are like yeah like what are... i don't know anyway Birds. yeah <laughs> um oh uh i went to the er the other day Ooh. um i'm kind of like going deaf in my left ear um, <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> I still can't really hear out of it, but I'm gonna try a neti pot tonight um, and see if that helps. So somebody's gonna be like, "Why are you neti potting my ear?" Yeah, they're like, "Boy, that's true." <laughs> um, they think it's a severe respiratory illness that I I don't want to. She got a flusher sinuses. Yeah, that's don't like worry, my next. We know that neti pots don't go in ears. Yeah, okay? I don't have an ear infection though. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm I will keep living. Um, they don't think I'm gonna die, which is great. This is the second time I've ever been to the ER. Um, <laughs> both times have been with me. Yeah, they have both been with you. Um, oh, the the Jeep. It's being a little pain in our asses. Again, do you want to explain what's going on with the Jeep this time? Yeah, I, I think it needs a new fuel filter, and then it's got some oil leaking from the front differential slash oil pan, which is fine. Those are things that I can go get looked at, but we're in Jackson, whole Wyoming, which is very freaking expensive. The billionaires live here, and they don't like us poor. So, um, <laughs> gotta figure that one out, but it shouldn't be an issue. I talked to some mechanics and my dad, you know, the, where's my dad? I'm all alone. And it, that was me the other day, <laughs> yesterday, a lot of the time. Anyway, um, so the Jeep will be fine. Nothing, nothing. It's just like clockwork, though. Every two months, the Jeep is like, hey, Some, it's like hey, I'm still here. I got a problem. And we're like, oh, no. Yeah. And it's really cute. But this time, <laughs> it's not because somebody put in the engine wrong. It's That's just true. something else. It's just Ooh. simply leaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. zip it a doodah Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Community. Current events. I don't know what else we talked I'm about. I feel like we talked about a lot. Wyoming. 
We talked a lot very fast. Nice. Thank we had you. like a two, though. Oh, it was small. pretty weak. It's because I thought I was going to puke. Oh. oh, you know what I did yesterday? We were feeding the chickens, and all of a sudden I leaned over, and I just vomited. <laughs> I didn't even have a stomachache. I just puked. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, that's another current event. Um. <laughs> it's yeah. good. Yeah. There's been some vomiting happen. Maybe we can have an episode on vomit. <laughs> all the times that we vomited on the road. <laughs> There's, yeah. There's some interesting There's actually quite a few there. of them. Yeah. We'll put a Next episode. On that one. Vomit! <laughs> Alright, well. Alright, well. Alright, well. Mm-hmm. Alright, well. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> Wyoming. Bye. Alright. Gonna slide the laptop back from jail. Jail time. In Wyoming. Time for girls' night. Oh, yes. We're having a girls' night. We're going to head off and have a really jolly good time. Bye, folks. Bye, folks. Um, We are not here still. We're not there either. <laughs> Sorry, I just glitched out. <laughs> I was watching the timer. All right, I'm going to say we're done. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at fine underscore underscore crew. You can find us anywhere you listen to your podcasts or at roguemedianetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.